back to Iceback. In this season of Iceback, we'll be talking about the trials and tribulations of young adult life. I'm your host, T. And I'm your co-host, Aisha. Welcome! Hi guys, welcome back to Ice Black. It's literally been so long, I'm so so sorry. Last episode, I was going through some stuff let's just say i feel like i really want this season to be more joyful and in the first episode i talked a lot about cultivating joy and i realized i talked about it but i didn't really apply it into my life so now that i'm feeling a bit better i wanted this episode to be something chill something fun a short little episode with some insight and the topic is my top five books of 2022 so today as i'm recording this it's september 25th i actually cannot believe we're already almost done with this year it feels like i've done nothing but at the same time i've done a lot of stuff I can't even remember exactly how I was in January, but I know that I've had so many goals for this year, and one of those was reading a lot, and not necessarily in terms of quantity of books, but in terms of quality, (laughs) I can't say that word, anyways, um, I think I tend to read a lot of self-help books. But I wanted to move away from the, like, very idealistic, like, you need to have your life together, billionaire morning routine type of book into reading books that are more more focused on, like, emotional intelligence, as well as some books that are, like, fiction books, but have some elements that you could take, um almost as like self-help material i don't know how to explain it but as i go through the books i think you'll get it so in no particular order let's get into my favorite books of this year and some of them are books that i have read um this year some of them are books that i read last year or the year before but i'm constantly rereading to you know learn more and also one thing that I do is I read books and sometimes I feel like a certain chapter doesn't necessarily resonate with me or let's say I don't feel like I'm mature enough or I've gone through the life experience to understand a certain part of a book and then I'll just leave it there or I'll read it very casually and then I, I, I'll make a mental note to like go back to that chapter once you've gone through a bit more life experience and then you'll get it because i just know that like it's just not hitting the way it needs to i need to revisit this when i'm a different tea and so yeah let's get into it in no particular order the first book is called modern love and it's basically a collection of different short stories 
all about love now it sounds very corny okay when i first when i first read like the back of the book i was like oh this is gonna be so freaking boring um but these are some of the most interesting essays i've ever read um some of the examples of the stories that are within this book are um okay this one stood out to me a lot which was a female lawyer with bipolar disorder um experienced the highs and lows of dating i don't want to spoil it too much but uh obviously i don't have uh bipolar so it was really interesting seeing how how much it impacts your dating life and obviously i follow a lot of celebrities who have bipolar or bpd and it's interesting because a lot of people criticize them for their dating choices and i think that reading this uh little essay really put some things in perspective in the way that we we as a society view mental illnesses especially when it comes to being in a romantic relationship with someone who has a mental illness a lot of times it can get really messy it can get really difficult and sometimes your partner uh, will not be able to handle the, the the difficulties of dealing with someone who has an illness that affects the way they conduct themselves 24-7 so it was really really interesting it made me think a lot about my own experiences as well and what else there are some stories about grief um one story is uh, about a widow going back into the dating scene after her, her husband had passed away there are some stories about like high school sweethearts and what i love about this book is that the stories are very like real nothing is like overly romanticized nothing is overly sensationalized like even the most corny like friends to lovers very overdone uh types of plot lines are not um they're not written in like a cringe way they're very i don't want to say deep but deep (laughs) so i i would recommend it especially to someone who is single and jaded (laughs) i wasn't i wasn't single or jaded when i first started reading it but i think if i was this would be the perfect book to um make me believe in love again even though not all the stories in this book are positive that's what i like about it. it gives you a very real view on love and how hard it is and also how sometimes those hardships are very much worth it okay let's go on to the second book this one is i would classify it as an it girl book um obviously guys can read it too anyone can read it but every single hot girl that i follow on ig or tiktok has read this book and it's actually by a french author it is the woman destroyed by simone de beauvoir um i so okay uh i am a french native speaker but i ordered the book in english 
for one simple reason because the cover is really pretty <laughs> the, i don't know if it's like an the english edition cover it's like it looks like kind of like a journal with a huge green lips with a cigarette in the middle and the book is pink and i was like i need that i i honestly I knew nothing about what the book was about. I was just like, I love the cover, and it's by a French female author, iconic Simone de Beauvoir. I'm gonna have to read it. Okay. Ah, oh, I really can't speak much about this book because it's very easy to give spoilers. If I would. Okay, I would recommend this book to literally any woman in their early or mid-twenties, especially, because it's just like a quintessential, like, what it's like growing up as a woman in, okay, well, this book was written a long time ago, but I think it's still pretty relatable. If I were to compare this book to a TV show, I would say it gives me if Sex and the City was in Europe. If Sex and the City was written by French woman, that's kind of the vibe with less focus on fashion and more of a focus on the romance and the difficulties of romance. Well, okay, Sex and the City had that too, but less focus on fashion for sure. And it's a very, like, it's very sad at times. But it's like the female rage phenomenon that we see a lot on television. If you have watched uh, the, the recent movie, The Pearl, if you have watched Gone Girl, there's a similar vibe where we see this really intense emotion in the characters. And I personally love that because I think that there's something a bit beautiful about romanticizing anger and sadness obviously i'm not talking about romanticizing mental illness okay i'm talking about appreciating that anger and sadness are valid emotions and not just forcing yourself to be okay with everything that's that's the part that i like it's very hard to explain if you have not read the book but just trust me read the book you'll get it and there's also a lot of references to uh, social class, which I think are really interesting, especially being French. You get to see some of the things that people will do to become a part of the elite. And oftentimes that means sacrificing your own self, sacrificing your own integrity. And that's something that happens to this day. So that part was also really interesting to me. And speaking of being in elite the next book is actually focused on career and i recommended this book to so many women in my life it is called how women rise it was written by women leadership expert sally halgeson and marshall goldsmith 
honestly if you could see this the state that this book is in i've had it since i think freshman or uh sophomore year of college so now i'm a senior so you it's been a while and i read little parts of this book before every single interview i have whether it's for like different programs volunteering or like internships jobs every single time and it just makes me feel so much more confident and so much more ready the book talks a lot about how women are taught that in order to reach their goals they have to work the hardest and blah 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 because obviously we live in a sexist society and in reality of course working hard is important but there also needs to be a certain strategy that women uh, follow if they really want to be successful in a world that is basically built for men especially if they are women of color so it, it taught me a lot about leadership it taught me a lot about um, being proud of your accomplishments and, and claiming your accomplishments and also about networking and one part that I wanted to stress about this book is that in our culture I feel like we have this and when I say in our culture I just mean like society I don't know why I always say that um there is this idea in a lot of ways not necessarily in Asia when I have lived in Asia it hasn't necessarily been the case but in France I notice this a lot there is this notion that if you are smart you are ugly and beautiful girls cannot be smart and vice versa you know and that's very much uh, something that is pushed onto young girls and it just really annoys me i don't know how to explain i'm not saying that i'm like beautiful or whatever but I just feel that we need to allow women to be proud of their accomplishments whether it be academic or professional without pushing this sense of shame onto them like oh well you're a girl you don't really need to be focused on all that type of um, rhetoric that I've seen a lot and of course in this generation it's changing a lot with Gen Z and even millennials we have more and more women in power but it would be honestly dumb to not look at the statistics and not realize that women are still very much the minority in some of the most important fields when it comes to leadership at least and so this book i would recommend to any woman entering the corporate world any young girl who has dreams it doesn't even have to be like you don't need to have a dream of going to an ivy league or being like the most accomplished person in your field but it will just really teach you to stand up for yourself in the workplace and i think that's something that can benefit any and every single person in this world okay next book is this one is another tiktok favorite the seven husbands of evelyn hugo by taylor jenkins reed a bestseller 
and rightfully so i usually don't read books like this i haven't read books like this since i was like 16 but i was hooked i was obsessed i got this book when i was flying back from uh paris to tokyo at the beginning of this year around march um i had a stop in amsterdam i was just looking around the airport i found like this little uh, store and i was like okay i need to get a book because i'm so freaking bored the wi-fi in the airport didn't work well so i i, I needed something to distract myself so i found this i was like oh i've seen this on tiktok like i have no idea what this is about the cover is cute <laughs> one thing about me if the cover is cute i'ma get it i was like the cover is cute okay let's go the book when i tell you i could not put the book down i read the whole book in two days um finished it the first day of my quarantine when i arrived in tokyo it is such a good book and okay i'm not gonna say too much once again i don't want to spoil the story essentially evelyn hugo is this latina woman who grows up in a very very modest background and ends up deciding okay i'm gonna find a way to make it big in hollywood and she becomes an actress there are so many there there is so much in this story that makes me sad because i know that it's the reality of a lot of a lot of young women in hollywood and just in the entertainment industry in general the way that in a way she does use men to get to a certain position in her career but men use her just as much and these are privileged men sometimes like twice her age and then she discovers that she's queer and then there's this whole thing about being queer at the time because this book is set in like the 1950s to 1980s and it is just insanely good like it is really 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 good if anyone is interested in like show business or in hollywood or in acting i feel like it's a, a genuinely a, a really good book that shows the intricacies of networking and building relationships in this business and also shows you the way that like the way that men will take advantage of beautiful women because evelyn hugo is the quintessential it girl if if the words like if if the words it girl existed at the time it girl in the way that we see it today you know um like she was it she was that girl beautiful young perfect body very very talented and she was also incredibly smart and and her character has substance which i absolutely love to see um a, a pretty girl that is not just portrayed as a pretty girl but also has substance and intelligence and is strategic and she kind of uses the fact that she is seen as nothing but a pretty face and it's really interesting to me so yeah 
the book is super interesting and also I would recommend it to people who are queer because there are some aspects of Evelyn's um, character as a bi woman that were super interesting to look at the way that she like wasn't so sure of her sexuality and then became sure of like uh, her identity as a bi woman and then had to hide that identity like it's just a roller coaster of emotions that I feel like I could never understand the idea of having to hide the person that you love the most is actually insane when we think about it but yeah sad times okay next book y'all gonna kill me for this (laughs) I feel like this is I mean, it fits the theme. If you guys look at all the books that I've recommended so far, there is a certain theme of... There, there's like a girl boss vibe, I would say. And so the last book on my top five is Gone Girl. <laughs> the thriller of this decade, dare I say? Let me not say too much. This book made me look at marriage in a completely different way. And it it really reaffirms the idea that love is not enough to sustain a relationship. There are so many knots and like turns that the the main characters Nick and Amy go through before she even decides to pull her disappearing act and uh, i mean could i even spoil this book if you have not read this book actually i'm sure many people have watched the movie gone girl however i would highly highly recommend you to read the book if you have watched the movie and you already like the movie the book is like three times better i'm only gonna say three times better because the movie was extremely well executed in my eyes but the book shows really how bad the husband nick was how little respect he had for his wife and how little self-awareness he had as well i mean i was reading this like there is no way that this man thought that he was a good husband and it's actually insane how detailed the book is like it's very 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 detailed and i think that is possibly the best thing that the author has done especially when it comes to an intricate topic like this i mean the book covers marital issues potential murder disappearance potential kidnapping potential essay it is just a lot and it is like how many pages is this um it's like 500 pages of pure goodness i would also 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 as someone who loves writing i would recommend this book because 
the writing is so good it's like sharp because it's detailed but not in a way that makes you bored sometimes books are just so detailed to the point where it's like okay i'm reading this romance book why do we have to know that he's blonde with blue eyes for the fifth time in a row like we get it we get it we don't care like it's not uh unnecessary details it's the details that matter and that paint us a scene to the point where even if you have never watched a movie you could literally just read the book and make like see the movie in your head it is absolutely insane and as someone who is low-key a maladaptive daydreamer who is constantly living in my own head in my own world this book was perfect okay that is it for my top five i oh that was actually four books actually i just realized that wait no never mind there was five I literally have like a bunch of books on my desk so I I have no idea what I'm talking about at this point but I absolutely love talking about books I love reading I love writing about books I even thought of starting a little book club before but I don't think I have the time to manage something like that but if you guys would like some more book recommendations I'll probably post it on the podcast Instagram um Aisha also has a lot of book recommendations I'm sure because we used to talk about books on here like all the time um shout out to the book that I plug literally almost every single episode all about love by bell hooks but yeah if you have a chance to read this um one of these books or all of them that would be amazing um and yeah that was it for this episode I'm so, so happy to have this little community of people that I can talk to and so grateful. And I hope you guys are having an amazing time despite it being Mercury retrograde. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Ice Black. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Ice Black Podcast and our Twitter at From Ice Black. Thank you so much for tuning in again. See you guys Thank on the you. next episode. Stay sexy. Stay, stay cute. Sexy. Stay aligned. Love you yeah. guys. Love you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>